for me, one of the biggest things I feel gets overlooked is mm. communication. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think that they're just going to be, you know, siloed off and just designing a dark room and they're just going to send off their work and never have to talk to anyone and never have to discuss or communicate their, their work to anyone. And it's not true. You yeah. need to develop communication skills. You need to be able oh, to yeah. communicate what your idea was, why you think it's going to work, what the reason behind it was, what the strategy behind it was. So any creative listening to this right now, the best thing you can do while you're building your creative work is also build your strategy chops, build your communication mm-hmm. chops, build your overall purpose for designing. <laughs> Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Bench Players. I'm your producer, Denzel. We're excited to be breaking this conversation down into a three-part series, giving aspiring creatives advice and guidance on becoming a creative. From graphic designer to photographer to video editor, writer, illustrator, animator, and so on. Whatever it is you want to do in the creative industry, we hope that this series will give you some first steps to get started and guidance on how to get your foot in the door. We hope you all enjoy part one, getting started as a creative. Let's dive in. We get, I, I get asked, do you guys get asked this often or no? Uh, not very often. No? No. So I get asked all the time about how do you get started, right? As a creative, as a designer, as a photographer, um, as a marketer, as a writer, copywriter, whatever, how do I, how do I get started in the industry? I think it comes from the fact that people see, and people that have, have been following me or friends that have been following me for a while, they see that uh, the the transition from a freelance designer to you know a let's say a more accomplished freelance designer and then moving into an agency owner and now being in the position that I am, they kind of see that trajectory. Um, and I talk a lot about it too. So I get that question. How do I, how do I get started? Like, what do I have to do? And it's always, it's always an interesting thing for me because in my mind, it's not that complicated and it's not that big of a thing. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people immediately get into their heads about everything that's going to go wrong. All of the, the, the challenges and all of the, you know, the obstacles and the failure of it, and that immediately stops them in their tracks, mm-hmm. right? And in my mind, I always think that question is uh, not silly because I don't want to offend anyone, but it's it's interesting because it's so simple. You just start, right? Mm-hmm. You just go. Um, so... Let's start with uh, let's start with kind of sharing a little bit how we started, and maybe that'll lead us into um, some good insights. I'll start off. So for me, I started in high school, and my my design career started by accident, if you will. I was given an option of three different programs in high school. It was health program, the finance program, and the tech program. The health program was a no go for me because I don't like the sight of blood, and I don't like needles ironically, because I have tattoos, but I just don't like needles. I I get really just funny around needles. The finance program was a no-go for me because I'm bad at math and I just don't like, I don't like it. Now, in in hindsight, it probably would have been a good idea to to go into some finance. That would have been awesome. It would have helped me with my uh, GME and AMC stock, bro. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, (laughs) But 
so I chose the tech because I thought it was the easiest one. I thought it was like the coolest one, whatever. And I thought I was going to be building computers. I thought it was just going to be more of like, you know, making these computers and stuff. Ended up being some of that, but there was also an element of graphic design and they had like, you know, a graphic design program. And I remember the first time I opened up Photoshop and uh, our teacher showed us a how to create the swirl effect. You guys remember the swirl effect? Mm-hmm. And I remember opening up a photo of something. I can't remember what it was clicking the button and like doing the swirl effect and it's just gonna right and i was like i'm a graphic designer bro that's awesome like i'm i'm so like i'm gonna be rich Mm. (laughs) you know like this is gonna be so great i'm i can do this like this is really cool it's something i can do Mm. obviously i was not a graphic designer that the swirl effect does not make one a graphic designer obviously so but that spark was what kind of got me hooked on becoming a graphic designer. And from there, it escalated and moved. And then I think the first time I really considered myself a graphic designer was the first time I got paid to actually create someone's logo. And I saw it for the first time on a building. You know, uh, I, I saw it like they made it into a sign and the whole nine yards. And I saw it and I was like, whoa, this is, I could do this for a living. Yeah. I, I can. I can do this. This is really cool. That's how I got started. And that's how I essentially fell in love with the beauty of design and the awesomeness of creating things for someone else. Um, How did you guys get started? Yeah, actually, I don't have a very typical kind of uh, designer uh, origin, I guess you would say. It was just more of a kind of something that fell on my lap that I had to take on. At the time, I was probably, I think I was doing uh, social media management. And then there was like a need that I needed to fill. Obviously, you're aware of it. We were working together at the time. You quit for um, a different job. So we needed a graphic designer. I remember the first time opening it up and you were kind of looking over my shoulders. Okay, here's the here's the type tool. Here's this, here's that. And then I just, that rest of the whole day, I just dove into YouTube, just learning as much as I could. But it wasn't something that I was ever interested in before that. So that's like the funny thing. It's just like the spark that you were saying that you got I didn't get that until later on. It was just, yeah. it wasn't like a, oh, wow, this is amazing. I want to do this for the rest of my life. It became kind of like a, a sprout or something that just grew into something more than I thought it would ever be. But like, it's funny that when I learned something about myself after doing the employee bios that we did, I remember that I used to love drawing, coloring and all that stuff. And it totally brought me back to that time. Yeah. Of that that artist that I wanted to be, I used to wanted to be a Disney cartoonist. Mm. That was always a dream of mine. But I was like, I'm never gonna do that. You know, just that's myself getting to my head. I'm like, I'm never gonna be that good. I can never yeah. do that. But I love that stuff growing up. But then obviously being a young a young boy, just growing into just going through life, and then falling in love with uh, sports like basketball. I wanted to be an NBA player. I knew that wasn't gonna happen because I'm a, I'm a six foot Hispanic. <laughs> don't don't have the hops. Don't have the speed. It's not gonna happen. Then I wanted to be uh, going to like the police force and stuff like that. So like all my career goals kind of changed a lot. But as far as the creative element of it all, it wasn't like your typical thing. And I remember just doing those. Uh, I don't like to call them memes. That's what everyone calls them. I like to call them social graphics. Yeah, yeah. But I did like a bunch of Bible verses and stuff like that for the, the company that we were working with. And for me, it was a little bit easier because... I had a large audience to work with. Yeah. So everyone was praising my yeah, crappy yeah. design. So it was like, 
I'm a good graphic designer because I'm getting <laughs> thousands of likes on these posts and million <laughs> impressions here. So I was I was stoked on that. So it was like it was easy for me because I, I I wasn't getting shot down. I guess you would yeah, say the problem is that you know the bar is kind of low with that. Exactly. Stuff, right? yeah. So it, it's it's very easy to 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 please the 45 and up audience, <laughs> the mothers that are mothers and grandmothers that all due respect to all the mothers yeah, 45 yes. and above out there. But yeah, it's a, it was a, a different time uh, back then. But yeah, ever since then, it was just like, obviously you realize kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Not algorithm, uh, like curated content. When you start, when you're like searching the web and you're like, oh my God, I love that. Like you start to notice certain artists and certain yeah. types of uh, digital art that catches your attention that you start to be attracted to and kind of want to grow into in those areas. But yeah, it's it's not my typical you're not your typical designer kind of origin. It's, but it's, it's interesting though, because um, it's inter- interesting though, because I feel like there's commonalities with kind of backing into the design career, mm-hmm. right? What, what about you, Dan? Yeah, I kind of had the same thing, but it, it was in high school, took a web design class, or sorry, Photoshop class, and uh, wasn't fond of it at all. I remember the designing stuff, you know, the teacher would, tell you to do stuff and it's like eh this kind of sucks but I remember getting a good grade in it and then later on I kept I didn't I never practiced so it was like I learned it and then that was it and then I learned flash which is like an animation tool right and that's when I got really intrigued R.I.P. flash yes yes no more but uh, yeah which was kind of a waste a little bit but anyways you I remember learning it I was making stuff move and it was it was almost I mean it, it, you know you get in your head with like you're creating movies and you're creating you're making stuff move so you get into it and I don't think it sparked anything in me but it was I did I remember liking it I, eventually I dropped it and then I kept yeah. drawing and I always drew so I was always illustrating and then eventually I got back into design when we started the company and it, it was like riding a bike like I opened up Photoshop and I'm like oh yeah I know how to do this already mm-hmm. Um, I just never forgot. And then obviously I got into doing animation after that through doing like, uh, what do they call them? Video. Oh, cinemagraphs. Uh, cinemagraphs. Yeah. So it's like video overlaid over a picture and then actually getting into animation. But I think the biggest thing like for people who are starting is when they think of like an animation or designing, you think of like these huge logos, these huge, you think yeah. of all this huge stuff and it's scary to think of it like that. Like, I'm, and that's easy to say, I'm never going to do that. But that's usually not how people start. You right. start by designing a logo for the copy store down the street. You know what I mean? And you start by animating a short and just posting it on YouTube. And then you grow and other people see, and then eventually maybe you don't do stuff for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> but you get pretty dang close, you know what I mean? You do, you have your own animation studio or you create an animated short and that's pretty awesome. I But I do think like it, it's more of a, a mentality thing. Like when people say, how do you drive a stick? You know, they just see the, the dang stick there and you're like, I don't know how to drive this. I see the extra pedal, it's scary. Mm-hmm. But once you break down the mechanics and you start, you're like, oh yeah, it's not a big deal. I yeah. think it's the same thing with starting anything. You just need to, like Gil said, get in there and just do it. And it's easier to say, like, I feel like I've told so many people that, cause I, I do get asked that quite a bit. Like, how do you do that? Or how did you start? And it's like, you just, you just do it. Yeah. But another thing is like the equipment. Like, I feel like a lot of people use yeah. that as an excuse. Like, well, I don't have 
a com- like the the programs. <clears throat> I don't have yeah. a camera. I don't have the shoes. I don't have the this. It's just start. Yeah. You know, just do w- whatever you have. You know, uh, just just make do. And when you perfect your craft through having less or like you know not the right equipment when you get the right equipment you'll be even better yeah i feel like that stuff comes Mm -hmm. you just need to start with what you have and whatever that is right Uh, yeah it's the idea that you need to start where you are right and and i think the commonality between our stories and i feel like most people are like that everybody's story is different but they're Mm -hmm. like the commonality is we didn't necessarily know what we were getting ourselves into right it wasn't like we immediately said looked at a sheet of paper and said, graphic designer, that's what I want. And that's what I'm going to go for. And I'm going to spend the the next 20 years of my life dedicated to that, right? Dedicating my life to that. That's not how it happened. Yeah. Right. You start somewhere, something that kind of sparked your attention, that, that, that made you curious, that made you happy. You move forward with that. And one thing led to another. And here we are 15 years later, for me, 20 something years later. And this is my career. This is my life. This is what I, what I do for a living. Yeah. It started with the curiosity and it started with, I don't think it's courage, but I think there's an element of courage of saying, I know all the downfalls. I know the, I know the risks. I know the fears. Um, but it started with the idea that I'm just, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Not, not to use your, your, uh, <laughs> your, uh, failed, or not failed Disney career. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but by the way, we did do do an animation for uh, for Disney. Yeah, I mean there was. So it yeah. looks different. It's not a cartoon, but <laughs> right. Yeah, we did animate. For no, them. or or okay, let's do this. Like your basketball dream, sure. right? Yeah. Like you wanted to be a basketball player, but all you saw were the obstacles, so that stopped you, right? Are there six foot players in the NBA? Yes, but they can dunk and run really <laughs> fast. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that knees over toes, dude. And Nate, when we talk about like, you know, Nate Hughes, shout out Nate Hughes, helping everybody with their uh, health goals. Um, when, when we talk about that guy, he legitimately helps you jump higher and run faster. So you can do that. I did the same thing. I wanted to be a soccer player, right? I wanted to be, I wanted to be freaking, you know, Ronaldo. And when I realized I'm not faster, I'm not as fast as, everyone else on this team i'm not as skilled as everyone else on this team i'm never gonna make what is it you know the varsity team i'm never gonna do this i'm never gonna do that so immediately i said not for me that's not for me right instead of saying i really like this i really enjoy this and this is this is actually really cool i'm going to try to do this i'll cross that bridge when i get there whether i make it on the varsity team or not i'll cross that bridge when i get there Instead, I allowed my my idea of failure and my idea of the obstacles and everything there to get in my in the way of that potential dream that I had. Now, with that said, now in hindsight, I don't think I want to really be a soccer player. I think it would have been really cool, but also I didn't really want to do that because if I did, I would have, right? Being a musician was equally as hard, mm-hmm. but we wanted to do that and we did it. Right, we saw the obstacles, we saw the potentials for failure, we saw all all of that, and we did it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's more likely to fail than you are going to succeed at that, but yet we did it anyway because we embraced the fact that failure, that the obstacles, all of these things are a part of the journey. It's a, it's not like 
it's not the final outcome. It's not something to be feared. It's something to embrace as a part of, of, of this process and this journey. So you just move forward. As a creative, it's the same thing. As a designer, as a photographer, as a videographer, as a, as a copywriter, as a marketer, it's the same thing. And instead of saying, well, I don't have the diploma. I don't have the degree. I don't, I don't mm. have the quote unquote time to do this. I tell people all the time. And dude, I hate when people tell me this or used to tell me this. Um, so I apologize if this is cheesy and you, you, you want to, um, you know, punch the device you're listening this, to this on. But we all have the same amount of time in the day. Yeah. We all have the same life. We're always going to have an excuse for something that we don't actually want to do. Mm-hmm. We all have the same amount of time. It's a matter of prioritizing and it's a matter of what do you actually want to do, right? So when someone comes to me and says, well, I don't have the formal education, I say, I didn't have formal education either. I didn't graduate doing this and I own an agency. I own a creative agency. Like you don't need, is it cool? Yeah. You sh- like if you can and if, if you know that's what you want and you have the finances and the resources to actually get that done, um, yeah. you should learn as much as you can about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would also like to like relate it to like current times right now as far as how much social media has grown and the kind of opportunity to share your work on the internet and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I would encourage designers not to get caught up in the numbers. Not Don't care about how many likes your logo design isn't going to get. Right. Stuff like that. I tell my wife all the time about that stuff. Don't get caught up in the numbers. You know, yeah. if this is something that you're passionate about and you want to do it, just put it out there. And it's just, we did the same thing with our music. You know, we're like, oh, this is going to be a hit on the radio. Is this going to oh, yeah. be the next single? Um, yada, yada. We was like, if, just release it and mm-hmm. let it do what it's going to do. And, and, you know, I would encourage creatives to do, this, to do the same thing when it comes to, uh, you know, whatever, whether it's uh, photo compositions or just uh, logo designs, yep. everything. Just put it out there. Yep. And I, I think if you put it out there, and to your point, I think if you put it out there because you love what you're doing, if you put it out there because you're actually genuinely enjoying this process and this journey of being a designer, of being a photographer or whatever, then when you only get a minimal amount of likes, quote unquote, or you only get um, a minimal amount of attention, it's not going to bother you because that's not why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You are doing it because you enjoy what you're doing. You are doing it because you want to be on this journey of discovery and finding out, is this what you want to do with right, your life? right. I think the other misconception is the idea that you're wasting your time. Uh, I think a lot of people get hung up on, <clears throat> am I wasting, am I going to waste three years of my life pursuing this at 22, at 21, 22, 20 years old, let's just say 20 years old, at 20 years old, you're going to say, I'm going to waste three years of my life pursuing this. I think that's ridiculous because you're assuming that you're going to die in three years, three years of your life, you're going to be 23 years old. You have so much more mm-hmm. time to yeah. figure out what you're going to do with your life. Exactly. I'm 30 years old. I'm 37 years old. When I was 30 years old, I was still a struggling freelance designer. I genuinely feel that I can pivot my life right now and still be okay. I'm 37. But this idea that time is running out, you know, there is a certain there's a certain sense of urgency when it comes to this kind of stuff because I, I know what that feels like and I know when you're when you're younger and you just you want to find out what you're going to do with the rest of your life. My fear for people that that feel that way is you're going to legitimately waste your life and your time and your days worrying about something that hasn't even come yet. Worrying about 
potentially something that might happen instead of taking advantage of the time and enjoying and enjoying the moments that you have right now today with what you have. And what you have right now is the ability to learn and grow and discover, you know, to have an adventure with a potential career that you could have, that you could potentially really enjoy. And guess what? In three years, if you hate it, you can do something else. Yeah. You can find something else. You can pivot with the added knowledge that you have now with the three years of wealth of knowledge that you have in this field, period. You could go into being an animator for three years and you realize, you know what? I don't really like that. But because I did this, I like this now and I found this and you can pivot to that three years that there wasn't a waste. It was an investment in your life. But I think mm-hmm. we we worry so much about the potential of wasting our lives that we don't realize that this this is our lives and we're enjoying it and we're living it. Yeah. So I think it's it's important to know why you're doing it. But when when you're starting, I don't think it's important as important to know what you're going to do. I think it's important to know why you're going to to do it. What is the reason that you want to pursue this? And if you know that then the what will come. If you want to be in a creative industry, if you want to, if, if you want to pursue this, if, you know, I, I remember, dude, I remember growing, when, when I first started doing this, I remember looking at other designers and other agency owners. And I remember telling you guys this, like, I want to have an agency one day. I want to have like a, a building where we come up with ideas and people come to us for campaigns and, and, and to sell products and movies and all these things that's what I want. That's my dream. That's, and I remember looking at other agencies and being like, man, like, I, want, I want to be like that guy. I want to be that. And oftentimes that's really all we need. We just need that thing to look at and say, that's, that's what I want. I'm sure you wanted to be a basketball player because you saw someone, you saw Jordan or something. And you're like, Oh, that's awesome. I want to be like that guy. Mm-hmm. Right. The goat. Yeah. Yeah. The actual legitimate goat. Um, that's all we really need to move forward. And then when you start moving forward in that direction, you're, you're going to find out what life has, has for you. And I think we worry too much about a potential outcome that might not even be. Maybe we'll fail. Maybe we won't make it. Maybe we're not going to get hired ever. You know, maybe our designs won't be good enough. Maybe our photography won't be ever be good enough. Those are the things we say. I, dude, I remember so much just thinking I suck as a, I was a web designer too for a while. And I remember thinking, I suck as a web designer. No one's ever going to pay me for this. I suck at making logos. No one's ever going to pay me for this. I am the worst designer that ever lived. And then through the day, I'd be like, dude, I'm actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I'd end off the day with, why did I think I was good? How could I ever think that this is actually good? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I started learning to animate, I learned for about three Three months, I took a course, and then I quit because I this this is too hard. Like I can't do this. I don't know how people do this. This is dumb. <laughs> Went back to designing, and then we kept getting requests for animations, like animated uh, social posts. And I'm like, somebody's got to do it. And I started doing it, and then eventually, I'm like, hey, this is actually pretty cool. And I think the the expectation is too that a lot of people want to be a hundred percent, like they want to jump into it, and I'm like I'm a pro now. Mm-hmm. I got the gear, I got whatever. I'm a pro. I can do. It. It's like just 
I don't think you should be afraid to fail and put your, like you guys said, put your work out there and have it be criticized, whether it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. That's kind of beside the point. You want to put yourself out there. So there is an origin story. So there is like, oh, look, this picture really sucked in the beginning, as opposed to three years from now, you're, you can see your whole chronological work yeah. that you're like, wow, yeah. this the, is, this, this is growth. Like see that, the progress. Now. Exactly. See and that progress. inspires somebody. Cause then you can look back and say, that's you, yeah. you, you designed this or did this, this sucks, yeah. <laughs> but look what you're doing now. <laughs> yeah. And then that inspires, Oh, I can do this too. And it's, it's like the whole, the whole, like, like if, since we're talking about Disney, like he used to, he wasn't even an illustrator or he, he was, but he would hire people to do that for him. And it's like, so this guy was just pumping out the ideas. Yeah. And it's like me, I'm here like killing myself. Cause I'm like, ah, I, the illustrations aren't perfect, but it's like, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. You know, I think that's a good segue into talking about some of the biggest mistakes we've made, you know, and, and some of the biggest mistakes that we see other people make. Um, and for me, I think one of them is getting ahead of yourself. I think we, we, I I see, and I did this myself is I get frustrated. I used to get frustrated with myself. And even now, really, I I still often get frustrated myself because I want to get ahead of myself and I want to get further along than what I currently am. And I see myself like where I want to be and where I, I, I think I deserve to be without having to pay the price to get there. Sure. You know? And I think, uh, when you're starting off in the industry, you get ahead of yourself. You you get mad because you're not getting paid the amount the amount of money you want. You're you're not you know you're not getting the praise and the recognition that that you want. You're not getting the work that you want. You're not getting the attention. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. you're not there. Instead of to your point, embracing the 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 beginning, embracing the journey that you're on, and saying this will be a part of my story. This is going to be a part of my growth, and the idea that. What you like today and what you do today is probably not going to be what you like and do three years from now. Right. It's going to be different. It's going to be better. Yeah. And, and there's so many different, mm-hmm. um, especially in design, there's so many different areas that you you can be involved in, whether it's uh, social creative, you know, yeah. whether it's branding, whether it's web um, UX, UI stuff. There's so many different Logo areas design. that you can get into. The, yeah. You just get started. and you. What? Do you think it's a mistake to choose right off the bat? Yes, I think. So I think too. so too. Yeah. I think it's a mistake to be like, "This is what I'm going to do right yeah. off the bat." Like, I want, I want. Well, but you're, not so, a, you're not an absolute person. You don't like, you yeah. like absolute stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. That that's me though, because I do see and I have seen certain people that that have worked with us in the past and even now that knew exactly what they wanted to do. And I was like, don't you want to kind of keep an open mind? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much that you can do, and you're just starting out. Like, they're like, nope, this is what I want. And they're super good at that thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and also to touch on the the don't get ahead of yourself as far as from a design project aspect, you know, it's like it's something that we always agree on and talk about. It's like don't um, don't wait for creative inspiration. Yeah, you know, just get started; it'll come. Yeah. You know, I'm working on a, a brand style guide right now, and and at the beginning, I thought I was going to try to plan it all out and be like, okay, I'm going to do this, do the whole format. But no, it's just like I was working late last night, and I just saw it just gradually progress into this cool creative process that I'm like, Oh, let's move this here. Let's yeah. swap that out here. And it's, it's, it's coming along really, really well. I'm stoked on it, but yeah, like don't, don't plan it all out. I think that's a big mistake that, that we learned. Um, and we talk a lot about this is, uh, I can't remember who said this. 
Um, but the quote is basically, amateurs wait for inspiration, professionals wake up and go to work. Right. The idea that if you just sit and wait for inspiration, you're going to be sitting for a long time. Yeah. You got to get to it. Yeah. yeah. The, the other quote is, uh, inspiration is what happens to you while you're working your ass off. Mm. No, I also think a big part of it is trusting yourself. Mm. I think very early on when I was designing, I would always, I would be the first one to raise my hand. What do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about this? How does this look? How does this look? How does this look? And it's, it comes from a lack of tr trusting yourself. And it, at the end of the day, if you think about it, the only per if you can't trust yourself, like then you really can't produce anything that's original. Yeah. Like if you're always getting somebody else's yeah. opinion saying like, hey, I'm working on this. What do you think? And it's like, well, he's going to tell you what he mm -hmm. sees, yeah. his vision for your design. It should be more, I'm going to finish this. Hey, I'm done. Mm -hmm. What do you think? And then he's going to say this, this, and that. And I'm going to say, I disagree. I like it the way it is. And then, <laughs> you know, then that starts. But I think trusting yourself is a big part of it. And I mean, if it does suck, then it sucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at least you trusted yourself. Well, yeah. And that's the other thing too. I think a lot of people make, uh, the big mistake that a lot of people make when they're starting out is they're afraid of feedback. And they're afraid mm -hmm. that their work is going to suck. And they're afraid that it's just not going to be good and no one's going to like it. Instead of, knowing this is a part of it that kind of feedback that that communication aspect that 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 positive like reinforced not reinforcing that positive uh uh feedback loop is important to establish you yeah. need you need to have someone that you trust to yeah. your point you need to have someone that, that that you trust that can speak to you openly and honestly and say ah man that's i feel like the other one was better I feel like this was better. I feel like it's not there yet, you know, and then not being afraid of that feedback, not being afraid of, of the, of just the, the negative in your mind, because it's not actually negative, but the, not being afraid of those situations where someone's going to say, I don't like this. I don't want to pay for this or whatever. That's going to hold you back. So understand that that's a part of this career that's a part of this that those those negative comments that that hey like this sucks this other designer is way better you know um whatever if someone is a jerk enough to say that kind of stuff to you it it is what it is that's that's their problem not yours but you can't let that stop you from moving forward you got to keep moving forward and you got to start and i think that's a that's a good like even uh training you know what I mean? Because at first it's going to be, like you said, that friend or that one person you show, your mom, who cares, a neighbor. Uh, eventually... Your mom's just going to say, dude, our mom still to this day, she'll like everything we post and she'll comment on everything. And I'm like, mom, it's not cool when you, you when you do that. I'm trying to be cool here, mom. No, yeah. I'm just I love Look, you, mom. And, it, it, you know, that's good. That's good because eventually it will be a client telling you, hey, and you can't have that mentality of, Oh man, you think it sucks. It has to be your mentality has to switch from this sucks to okay, how do I make it so you like it? Because it's for you, right. you know what I mean. And it's like when you go to a restaurant, and you get a burger, you know, and you, the guy says, I, "I don't want cheese on this." Right. Oh, okay. Here's sorry. I'll get you one with no cheese. Yeah. And for me, one of the biggest things that I feel gets overlooked is mm. communication. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people think that they're just going to be you know, siloed off and just designing a dark room and they're just going to send off their work and, and never have to talk to anyone and never have to discuss or communicate their, their work to anyone. 
And it's not true. You yeah. need to develop communication skills. You need to be able oh, to yeah. communicate what your idea was, why you think it's going to work, what the reason behind it was, what the strategy behind it was. So any creative listening to this right now, the best thing you can do while you're building your creative work is also build your your strategy chops, build your communication mm-hmm. chops, build your overall uh, purpose for, for designing your communication to be able to communicate to someone else and say, this is why I did this. And this is why I think it's going to work. Mm-hmm. You need this, not just to be pretty, you need it to work. And this is why it's going to work. And that comes with communication. It comes with diving into strategy. It comes with diving into business objectives and business goals. If you're going to be a freelance designer, if you're going to be a, if you're going to be a freelancer, period, you need to understand free, uh, uh, business objectives and business goals and strategy, or else you're just going to be making things that you like um, for you. And in my opinion, that is that's called art. And if you just want to sell art, that's dude, that's awesome, that's amazing, all the power to you. But you, if you want to move into the business world, you're going to under, you're going to realize really quickly that business owners um, and, and people in business, what they care about is moving their business forward, not just looking cool. Looking cool is a part mm-hmm. of it, but you, you, they want to move their business forward. Uh, the last point here and the, the, the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest point here is you got to start. If you want to do something, if you want to get into this field, if, if, if you want to, anything you want to do in life, anything that you want to get ahead at, you can't get ahead without starting. You can't get ahead without actually moving forward. You have to put your foot in front of the other, put one foot in front of the other and start moving forward. Even if that's, if, in, if you are a structured person and you need to have some form of education in order for you to feel good about this, great, take a class at night. Mm-hmm. You know, start doing something. If if you're more like us and you learn more from watching, start putting yourself in front of the computer and watch a YouTube video once a night for 30 minutes, for 15 minutes. Start moving forward. Start designing something. Start doing it. When you start, one thing will lead to another. And before you know it, you're going to be doing a lot of work. Um, for people that are starting podcasts, I tell them all the time, they asked me, dude, how, how, do, how do I know if this is working? Is, is this good if it's not? And I was like, you shouldn't be asking that until you're episode 100. Mm-hmm. You just got to keep pumping these things mm-hmm. out. You got to keep keep doing it because the same way that when you're in high school, you you picked out an outfit and you thought this shirt was dope. And then you, re- you look at a picture of yourself 20 years from now and you're like, what was I thinking? I was wearing the Where, Where's Waldo shirt. <clears throat> And this, this was why it's the same thing, yeah. right? You, you think your yeah. work is good. You think your design is good. And then 10 years from now, you're like, oh, I should have, I should have done this. That could have been better, but that's not the point. You started, you got going and you moved forward. Being realistic about it for sure. And I know we've already said this, but like knowing that there's a very small percentage of people who can pick up a laptop, open Photoshop for the first time and design something amazing. Mm-hmm. without knowing how to use it mm-hmm. there are people who can do that but the rest of us we literally have to practice work at it hard night and day search for inspiration follow people that inspire you and you like their work and yeah. just work you know yeah. go to work hustle 
And don't be afraid of that, you know? It, yeah. it takes a lot of time, a lot of uh, a lot of work, and just repetition and practice, you know? Yeah, and I would, I would also say surround yourselves uh, with people that are like-minded, that have kind of the same uh, interest in you as far as a creative um, uh, career that you're looking into, yeah. you know? Um, not everyone has a gill or a Dan or an agency that they can go to and, and feel inspired by, but, you know, join a, join a Facebook group. That's about creative, you know, sure, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of dribble behance. There's all those different mm-hmm. uh, platforms that you can get on and just follow other creatives and just reach out to them. There's a lot of people that will message you back that you never thought would, you know? Yep. Um, but yeah, I would encourage you to um, just surround yourself with like-minded people. You know, I think, uh, I think the biggest thing is don't be afraid of what could happen because it, ha- it actually hasn't happened yet. And don't let fear stop you from, from potentially having a career that you're going to love, having something that you're you're truly going to enjoy. Sometimes you just have to list out your fears, your doubts, all the obstacles and potentials to fail, and then say, I'm going to cross that bridge when we get there. Um, at least now I know what the potentials are, um, but that's not going to stop me from actually getting there. That's not going to stop me from pursuing something that potentially could be uh, something super fun. And I think uh, to, to finish this off, have fun, enjoy it. It is. It is awesome. It's one of the. It's one of the best things, ever. Really, to design something or to make something that's beautiful and that you love and that actually helps someone else and helps someone else's dream come true or someone else's business move forward or something that gets seen by, by uh, potentially millions of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super fun. It's 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 super exciting. But it doesn't. It doesn't get there overnight. You got to put in the time and you got to start somewhere. So just start. Thank you for listening to the Bench Players Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. I hope to catch you at the next episode. Until then, check us out on Instagram at sandoval.agency and on our website, sandovalagency.com. 